You're about to listen to another episode of What the Hell Just Happened. Join Paul Edwards and his guests as they discuss and sometimes even solve some interesting HR problems. And I'm going to go off the rails sometimes and talk about whatever I want. Hi, Paul. Hello, Amanda. How are you doing today? I'm good. Welcome to the podcast. You're Thanks. not usually the one who is uh, interviewing I know. Me. I'm not usually behind the mic. It's, pre- it's pretty wild. Um, but I had to, you know, we saw this, we have this really great Facebook community, HR Basecamp, uh-huh. as you're very well aware of, yep. and it has a lot of people on there. And we had one in particular bring up on our post about the podcast we did about one-on-ones maybe three weeks ago, mm-hmm. some really, really good feedback on it. And when you read it, you said that you wanted to like talk about it because you valued this feedback. Yeah, we're going to call this the pushback edition of one-on-one uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, one-on-one uh, meetings with your employees. Yeah, definitely. This is the pushback. So it, um, it's an office manager. His name is Chris, and he he's he's great. We love Chris because well, he Chris gives us... has an alias. It's Chris Kringle. So <laughs> yeah, it is Chris Kringle. I'm saying Santa Claus is pushed back. Santa Claus is pushing back for sure. Um, we love him though because he's he's very engaged in our community. Yeah. So it's it's awesome. One of the points I kind of want to go through his comment okay. bit by bit with you, just yeah. so you get a chance to really um, you know comment. So his first good thing that he brought up is that. You know, he felt like the guidance we gave was more applicable to larger offices mm-hmm. rather than smaller offices. He feels that, you know, one-on-ones flow very differently in that setting. Mm-hmm. He thinks the main point behind that, you have he wants better guidance on overcoming that initial awkwardness of starting these up if you haven't been doing them. For example, how do we introduce that we are doing this to our team in a way that doesn't make them feel like we're being intrusive on their personal lives or trying to micromanage them or constantly reprimanding them for little things? Okay, so I want to. Um, we may have to. You may have to even ask me that again because I want to. Okay. I want to point something out that he said in the beginning, which was this feels like it might work better in medium to uh, other kinds of businesses, not mm-hmm. so much in a dental practice. Maybe if you had desks and cubicles and stuff. And, um, and I want to say that, um, while I fully realize that sometimes there's physical challenges inside of a dental practice, especially a small practice, as in sometimes Amanda, there's not a place for a nursing mother to go to that's private because there's Mm. only the doctor's office or there was only the doctor's office. And in the last expansion, they turned that into a hygienist space (laughs) and there's literally, uh, you know, not a doctor's office anymore. So sometimes... Um, there can be physical challenges to um, having a one-on-one space or someplace that you can go and, and be in. But mm-hmm. I also want to be really clear that the guidance that I'm giving is not for an office with cubicles. There are businesses that have spaces like that that do one-on-ones. Mm-hmm. But um, in this particular instance, I'd like for everyone to just remember, and I don't say it at every podcast, we're giving out guidance, but you have to make the guidance fit for you. Oh yeah, like mm-hmm. how you how what space you have, how you would do it, um, where you would do it. It's always got to change a little bit. So definitely one on ones are more difficult for smaller teams in every way, shape, or form. Carving out the time to do it, the space to do it, the place to do it, very difficult. Okay, now let's go to the how do you introduce it, right? Yeah, his okay. first thing was, how do we introduce that we are doing this to our team in a way that doesn't make them feel like we're being intrusive? Are we are we quoting him, we're doing this to our team? 
Yes, exactly. Yeah. We're being uh, intrusive on their personal lives or trying to micromanage them or constantly reprimanding them for little things. Okay, so Chris, we're not doing this to anybody. Mm, yeah. Okay. okay, so if those were your words, I um, that's that's the one of the best ways for me to get my head wrapped around something new is is sometimes I got to use the right words. We're, this is something that we're doing with the, each team member. And the way to uh, make them not feel micromanaged is to set an expectation um, that this is going to be a positive experience, especially in the beginning. So don't don't be waiting with your complaints. Okay. Don't don't start off with hey um, hey we're going to do this cool thing. It's a one on one where you're going to get to talk to me and we're going to get to know each other and and we're going to trade some ideas and talk about it. But first thing I want to do is I want to talk about what you're doing wrong. Okay, because <laughs> yeah. that's not the context of a one on one. Very fun. <laughs> yeah, a one on one is a kind of a solution seeking discussion. So if that helps at all. Well, I mean, it kind of taps onto his next point like mm -hmm. he says in smaller offices you know they pretty much kind of all are talking all throughout the day mm -hmm. so he's already going to know what's going on with this employee's cat because mm -hmm. they talk about we it use all that the time example. we were like we use that example yeah. exactly yeah, yeah. we were like so how's your cat your cat's doing okay he kind of wants to know how to you know, get that personal element in there, even though they're kind of already talking about that all day. Yeah, well, you focused on me saying the way you start off a one-on-one -on -one meeting, but the, the, the difference between what you pick up um, throughout the day or what you know throughout the day, and I know... I know that you guys all know one another and there's a lot discussed about. There's a big difference in setting aside intentional, an intentional 12 to 15 minutes to focus on someone and to uh, listen and to be heard. And that, again, is a it's a solution seeking session mm -hmm. with an employee on a regular basis. And the purpose is to hear and to be heard. And that's a lot different than I heard that you, this is going on in your life. Mm -hmm. it, uh, it, you guys just know how it is when someone gives you some focus. It's, it's, have you ever met that person who just like, you feel like they get you? Yeah. And you're you like, know, are you, what, are oh, you like seeing me for are like you me? seeing me for who I am? Well, <laughs> yeah. okay, Chris, that yeah. might not be exactly what, how, how you feel about everybody. <laughs> However, part of that begins in, um, with listening. And when yeah. you model good listening as a manager, you can expect that from your employees. And I mean, literally expect that from them. Like they need to listen and hear you because you're listening and hearing them. Mm -hmm. No campfires, no kumbaya. Just this is a professional relationship that we're developing with each other where we can have conversations that talk about solving problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, and it's nice that you said, you know, the 12 to 15 minutes, because he said that, and, and he was right, we did kind of state a range of times, because it, I think it's different for everyone, but he's saying, you know, it's almost impossible to set aside he's not time. Wrong. He's not wrong. Yeah, Chris no. is not wrong. Mm -hmm. he, he, he's not wrong there, and Chris, if you're listening, you got to spend some, you got to figure it out, and it it's going to take different shapes until you f figure out how to do it on a, a relatively uh, consistent basis. Yeah. He brings up the things that most office managers and practice owners out there deal with, you know, during this time, we, the, they may not have time to get someone else to cover that person's job duties for that moment. Like answering phones, greeting mm -hmm. patients, getting lab work ready. Take them to lunch. Pam, oh. Pam, 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 say, Hey, got, got good news. We're going to do our one-on-one -on -one at lunch. I'm buying lunch and I'm paying you during lunch. 
and we're going to just sit and talk and let's spend 20 minutes talking about work yeah. and then let's, let's break bread together. Now, look, easy for me to say, <laughs> but, uh, but Chris yeah. might not have, or the doctor who's listening, mm-hmm. who's running their own practice may not have time to do stuff like that. Maybe your schedule's packed moment to moment all day long. I, I understand the only way you can do anything in this world is if you carve out the time for it. Mm-hmm. So you have to commit to it and, and start somewhere. And yeah, it's a challenge. It's, it's a challenge. Yeah. He also brings up the time involved for prepping for the meetings, such as having, and he says, uh, I quote, listing corrective actions you want to go over with the team member, as well as finding things they're doing well to compliment them, them on that to keep it balanced. Um, so he, you know, if we have any guidance on this, any sort of prep work when it comes to one-on-ones. There's always a need for improvement mm-hmm. in a business. So think of it more about working on the business with them. You're working mm. on and in the business, on the business with them and including them as part of it. Um, sometimes you may have to talk about their skill sets or something that they're not doing that they could be doing and they might need some support with. Think of it more in those terms. And then I think you have time for it. It's, it can be training. It can be your one-on-ones with a new employee are really different than they are with, with an employee who's been there for four years and you're engaging with them. Um, it, it can be a very different thing. But again, Chris is head on something. You can't just walk into these things and not be a little bit prepared, not have a little bit of an agenda. But I what I've learned um, is you start a document, and this is literally how we do it is you start a document and you start somewhere and you live off that document and it is the employee's job to put something in the document that they want to talk about before you get there and it's your job to put drop something in there too Mm, and you don't drop in hey i'm gonna let melissa have it for being late three (laughs) times last week yeah uh you put something else in there but you know you know that you're going to be in there at some point you're going to have that conversation here's something else As a manager, how much fun is it to know that the person who's being habitually late is not going to escape you? They're going to have to Mm -hmm. come and be in a meeting with you, and you are going to bring stuff like that up every now and then. Mm -hmm. I submit that you're going to have a lot less negative things to talk about than you are positive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, from an employee perspective, Mm -hmm. you are my employer. I think that one-on-one time, like, you know, with us, our schedules are insane. You Mm -hmm. know, I manage your schedule, your schedule's insane. Therefore mine's insane. Right. Sometimes our one-on-ones, by the way, you're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Sometimes our one-on-ones quote unquote, aren't defined that way. It's like five minutes in the morning when we can just touch base when we both first walk in. Oh, those are the best because there's nothing wrong. No. Yeah. I still find that time really valuable because it's a moment where I have your attention on me. Oh, thank you for that, Amanda. You know, which is great. It is. And I, and it's not always great in a personal sense. It's just great. You can get something done, ask a direct question and get what it is that you need from me. And Mm -hmm. it's a succinct amount of time as possible. Yeah. So Chris, think about your one-on-one that way. Don't ask them about their cat. Yeah. 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 Yeah, exactly. I feel like, you know, some people may, I don't know, especially if that initial awkwardness, Mm -hmm. I think that might be a way to get around that, you know, just start with maybe let them lead that personal conversation. Yeah. If it, you know, feels weird. But um, Chris, thank you so much for leaving this comment. And we're glad we could come back and readdress it and clear some things up. I like the pushback. So Amanda, mm-hmm. what was the name of the other episode? Do we remember? How to prevent awkward one-on-ones. Okay. How to prevent awkward one-on-ones. It was September 20th. Okay. So if you're hearing this and you didn't hear the other one, then mm-hmm. you definitely may want to go back and spend 12 minutes with that one. 
yeah. And please, everyone, keep in mind, email us at uh, podcast at WTHjustHappened.com. Give w- us feedback. WTH, what the hell yep, just exactly. happened? Yep. Yeah, WTH.com. Email your questions. We'd love back. to hear from you. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, everybody. All right. Thanks. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of What the Hell Just Happened? Do Paul a favor and share this with your network. If you have an HR issue or a question you'd like us to discuss on the show, send it to podcast at WTHjustHappened.com. For more HR advice and insights from Paul and his team of experts, you can also join the private Facebook group, HR Basecamp, or visit hrbasecamp.com. Make sure you tune in next week, and remember, better workplaces make better lives.